It's winter, and you can now get almost anything you need for the coldest months of the year delivered with Uber Eats. What do we mean by almost? Well, you can't get a ski slope delivered, but you can get dish soap delivered. Sunshine, that's a no. But a bottle of wine, that's a yes. A snow angel, sorry, no, but angel hair pasta. Uber Eats can definitely get you that. Get almost, almost anything delivered with Uber Eats. Order now. Alcohol and select markets. Product availability may vary by region. See app for details. The Knot is where you'll find vendors for every wedding. Floral to fawn over. Cakes you almost don't want to cut. Oh, it looks so good. DJs to drop it to. Venues worthy of your grid. Photographers that make every hour golden hour. Really, vendors for any vibe. With the help of fresh reviews and a few useful filters, you can find your vendors faster than you can say, I do. The Knot Vendor Marketplace. Find vendors for every wedding at thenot.com slash audio. Time till we're on. We're on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. Oh. <clears throat> I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. And this, coming at you, WNBC. It's uh, back in black, ACDC. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. Welcome to a Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Boy, have we talked about some possible talky topics for the show off the air today, Sats. Mm-hmm. Hello and welcome to you. This is where you say hi, Jace. Oh, g'day, Jace. Yeah, I yeah, thought yeah. you'd say hello to the listener, but yeah, hello. And actually, you wouldn't be happy with Daddy Vass last night because he actually played Escape Club as one of the intro songs. Well, our listeners voted it out. I don't see those He's votes. still on probation. Mm, that's fine. Yeah, but uh, you're talking about different talky topics. You and I, yeah. top seven... Make it home meals, is that right? Was yeah, that... I, I always do odd numbers. I've always been an odd number man, so it's never top two for me or top four, top seven. Well, it came, you and I were having a chat about I'm having steak sandwiches, homemade steak sandwiches tonight. Yeah, you, Love do, it. you use doorstopper toast? Yeah, generally, yes. I'm I, a Turkish bread man. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah. I like Turkish bread, a little bit of olive oil. We will get to under the grill. In a moment, I promise. Under the grill? Yeah. And you're using little thin steaks. Yeah, you call nah. minute steak. These are two minute steak. Nah, They're slightly you, thicker. No, nah, you got it. No, nah. mate, don't tell me how to have my steak sandwich. Let me tell you this: steak sandwich has these key ingredients. Okay, well, let's go. Get ready, for the, get ready for the tick or the or the cross. Okay. Okay, steak. Yep. Onion. Tick. Barbecue sauce. Meat juice. Yep. Now, I have barbecue sauce. I'm not fancy like you. Mm -hmm. Um, Beetroot. Tick. Slice of tomato or tomato. What? What do you mean a ba-boom? Where's my ba-boom? Oh, Oh, no, that's my (laughs) boom-boom. No, no tomato. Really? No. And the other one is plastic cheese. Uh, Swiss cheese melted. Yeah, no. See, you're too fancy. That's That's a big... To me, I don't like it. That's my dinner tonight. Okay. And I'll have that all over my SEN shirt by about the 20th over in the cricket. Of course, mm. the Aussies taking on Netherlands tonight in the cricket. Um, Ian Healy will be joining us soon to preview that game. He, he had some words to say about Netherlands this morning on radio. Oh, he reckons he? a third string 
Australian team would beat Netherlands. Well, Warren, I agree. Warren on the text line says, G'day, guys. Warren from Blacktown. I tipped the Netherlands to beat South Africa. I reckon they beat Australia. Well, see, funny you should say that, Warren, and thanks for sending us a text early. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Double eight double three if you're in NZ. Or you can call us anytime, 1300 01 1170. I'm actually, I'm actually nervous about this game tonight. Really? I, I, just, I don't know. I've got a funny feeling. Yeah. I, I, think, I think I'll be disappointed if we don't beat them by five wickets or more. Yeah, I'm, yeah I, mm. I, I'm, I hope you're right. I mean, it is hard for them to bowl in. They wear clogs when they come in. Or is that, is that, that a different? Yeah. And Chris, and Chris have got the bells on them, on the clogs as well. It's difficult. Would like it be great if they wore traditional uniforms? Takes your focus away from. No, it's not. They're not bowling in clogs. Yeah, Spike, you can't. Mm. Um, hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, uh, our SEN stations uh, across New South Wales and Queensland, eleven seventy in Sydney, six ninety three AM SENQ in Brizzy, sixteen twenty on the Goldie, uh, SEN track stations who are with us as well in Queensland and New South Wales. SCN Fanatic, and of course, those listening through the SCN app. You can download that, by the way, uh, from the App Store or Google Play. And hello to all our listeners in New Zealand through SENZ. It's going to be a big show, thanks to Kia. If you play Netherlands gym. in the Netherlands, do they have like windmills on the. Are you being on ridiculous? The right. No, but I did hear something speaking of. Mm-hmm. Uh, they are famous for my favourite flower. What? The tulip. Oh, I was, mm-hmm. mine's self raising. But no, that was a bad dad joke. That's that deserves one of these. Um, I, I um, God, what a crap show so far. Um, there was a caller on Patton Hill's breakfast show on SCNQ the other day, mm-hmm. and at Cow Corner, there's actually a tree growing in one of their ovals. Oh, I heard that. Yeah, mate, that's incredible. Mm. Isn't that great cricket? Yeah, it's like playing in the backyard. You know, when the tree was a fielder, uh, obviously the rubbish bin was your wickets. You'd have uh, Billy mm. Green Tree would be yeah yeah on the short side. Billy Green Tree. Yeah. If the ball hits the tree, are you stumped? Mm. I could go all night. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six is our text number. Double eight double three. If you're in New Zealand, love to hear from our Kiwi friends. How are you feeling against? Uh, well, you got the the Kiwi Australian double on Saturday night. Uh, Australia versus the Kiwis in the Rugby League. Mm. Followed. But, well, on at the same time, actually. Australia playing New Zealand in the ODI World Cup. Happening at the same time. And, of course, then you wake up Sunday morning, our New Zealand friends, and you've got the All Blacks playing in the World Cup final against South Africa. What a big weekend of sport in New Zealand. Massive. And what, Australia play... We play New Zealand in the cricket I just week. said... Uh, just, uh, no, no, we play them this Saturday in the cricket. Oh, so we've got... We've got, got, the, we got, got the rugby got Australia, and the rugby. No, we don't play them in the rugby. That's South Africa. No, New Zealand playing the rugby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got a massive weekend. Yeah. And I know you guys probably talked about this last night, but what's the point fielding your full-strength teams this weekend in the rugby league? Well, you know, we, we've had some – my son actually made a really good point today. He said, well, we've had a couple of listeners that say, I don't think New Zealand can beat Australia twice this weekend and the next weekend. But you don't have to beat them twice. You only have to beat them once. And it, and – that's right. If you lose this week, they're going in with a fully strength side, full strength side New Zealand. And I think they have to. Just Australia to get, resting a couple. Yeah. Payne Haas is one of them. We're going to get to Cam Munster's got a little bit of illness yep. uh, the last couple of days. But New Zealand probably need to play their players just for that 
you know, Australia got a lot of changes as well, but just to get that rhythm, get that um, those connections in those key performance, uh, key uh, positions. But they don't need to beat them twice in a row. They just need to beat them in the last game of the series, mm. which New Zealand can do. I mean, they're well coached. They've got a very good side. Mm. They've got nasty Nelson Asafa Salamana. Yeah, they have, yeah. Mm. Um, I'm sure our Kiwi listeners are crowing about uh, this weekend, double eight, double three, if you want to heap it on us a bit. Uh, the other thing, oh, by the way, and if you, what makes your top seven home cooked meal? Okay. I mean, roast is number one for us. Oh, meal altogether. Well, what, that's what a, what a steak sandwich is a meal, you know that. Well, Daniel from Prairiewood, yeah. he's part of our Goodwill hunting group. Uh, Woogie, where are the caramelised onions on the steak sandwich? He makes a great point. It does make a great onions point. Onions are completely different to caramelised onions. So when you say caramelised, you mean just pouring beer on them? Got to have caramelised onions cooked on the barbecue yeah, hot but plate. Is that if you're putting a beer on there, which I will tonight when I get home? No, that's not beer. But that's caramelised. That's caramelising no, with really. a. Is that not though? No. That's what my old man and my older brothers taught me. You, really? You got to pour beer on your onions. No. Oh, you can pour them. I on now your pour onions. it on everything: mashed potatoes, the works. <laughs> no, I don't, kids. Don't don't try that. Don't try that. The other thing you and I were just talking about before we get into stuff here, mm. we we're talking about documentaries. And I know the boys, the run home, were talking about one. You educating me on the is it Larimer or what's that was, one called? I was telling the listener last night about the uh, last stop Larimer. Larimer and the Colleen Rooney one on Disney. Well, that's the one Lane I'm really fascinated fascinated in. So she's got a private Instagram account. Is that on account. Netflix as well? No, it's on Disney. Right. So she's got a private Instagram account, only for friends and family, you know, wags and family, whatever it may be. But, um, and all of her, all of her uh, photos and, and comments she makes on this private one always finds its way to the sun, one of the big gossip mags over there. Yeah. So she creates this sting, her own sting, to try and find out who it is. And she, I'm not giving it away here because it's in the first scene of the, of the show. She, she outs... Uh, a girl by the name of Rebecca Vardy, whose husband is Jamie Vardy, who was the superstar from Leicester when they went through and won the EPL a few years ago. So, so she was leaking it all. Well, this is she's claiming that Rebecca Vardy is the, but she creates her own sting to try and. And what's so the show's about the sting? Yeah, right. Because mm. if it's just about who did it, she's ruined it in the first minute. Yeah, no, but there's a whole process behind. it. It's a really good doco. But okay. The, the last stop, Larimer, which is a really good Australian doco. It's only two. Two episodes, I think it is. Might be a few episodes, but it's it's really good. It's is it really about a good... small town and there's a murder? Well, there's 11 people in the town and right. it revolves around a pub, the Larimer Hotel. Right. And there's 11 people. One of the the locals goes missing, so there's only 10 people that, oh, right. that could have any knowledge of what's happened or where he's gone and where right. he's disappeared to. Please so, tell me it wasn't the publican. I can't tell you anything. You've oh, got to watch man. it. It's a good show. It's a true story, right? Yeah, it's a true crime. Okay. Yeah. All right, have a look at that. What about, oh, by the way, get us on uh, social media, TikTok, Sports Day SCN, Instagram, SCNQ, Twitter, Sports Day NSW. Uh, you can reach out to us there as well. Um, big meeting uh, happening in the US between the great minds, Joe Biden, Anthony Albanese, mm-hmm. and... Oh, mate. Rugby league. So Peter, I read this today. Peter Volandis gets to go to the White House and meet Joe Biden. Yeah. As a guest of Albo. Yeah. Having a garden tea. Well, it's happened. It has officially it's happened. It's happened. Okay. And Sports Day being one of the leading uh, news programs mm. uh, in Australia, we, uh, we had a, a spy there who got us some. Have we got official audio? 
We've got official audio of the wow. meeting. This was a conversation. Now, you might have to listen carefully. This was an official conversation between Biden, Albo, and Volandis today in the gardens of the White House. Oh, a wise guy, eh? There it is. That's the three of them. Oh, God. <laughs> Could you imagine that conversation? <laughs> Could you? Like, seriously, stats. By the way, that wasn't actually them. Just wonder. I, could oh, you? I don't. I don't know why. Why is this I happening? I don't know why I laugh at you. That's the thing. Like, it's. So what? How the hell does Valandis get himself to the? How the hell does Albo get to the White House? Well, Biden's a mad punner. Right. Yeah. So he's and Valandis obviously New South Wales racing. What team would Biden go for? Be Roosters, wouldn't it? Shuffling around in his roosters, <laughs> in his slippers, yeah, in his gown. Um, what team would Joe Biden go for? Just based on his <clears throat> his personality, uh, his uh, yeah age. Uh, West Tigers, Newtown Jets. Yeah, <laughs> no. My old man went too to many the Jets. colourful characters. Yeah, no, nah, no. Nah, Newtown Jets. great club. Yep. I'd say. <clears throat> I, I'd, I'd say I'd, the roosters. I'd say a North Sydney Bear. Oh yeah, I can yeah, see yeah, him yeah, sitting yeah, there yeah. with his his warm, <laughs> warm coffee, with his leg warmers in David the old family jersey. Yeah, <laughs> I could see that happening. Yeah, but this has all got to do with PNG, right? Yeah, and then becoming the eighteenth license. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. D- d- is that right? Well, we spoke about this <clears> last <throat> week that the, that politics should never be involved. To some extent in sport. Now, politics has to be involved and politicians need to be involved in sport because there's a lot of money that is, um, that of course goes into building beautiful stadiums, whatever it may be. So facilities are very important to sport. So So what what happens if we change government, right? Which is bound to happen at some stage. Does the next government come? I don't want to get political, but this is what they're doing, right, with our game. Do we... Does that government then go, look, we don't want to fund that anymore, so that's the end of that PNG licence? Like, there's too much. I don't know. I'd... We don't know enough about <clears throat> it. We just know that Albanese is involved, or the, sorry, I should say the federal government is involved. And um, could It's all around the ports and could Labor, China. And... Could Albo and his Labor people, him and Penny Wong, could they be the new owners of South? <laughs> Imagine Penny Wong as the owner of South Sydney. Yeah. And halfback. <laughs> oh, this is just stupid. And we are talking about something that's actually happening, right? This is not this again, this is the this is the leaked audio from the meeting today from the White House. Oh, a wise guy, eh? <laughs> uh, on the show tonight, we did say Annie Hilly is uh coming up. Um new segment. It's called Sports Crime Today. We now, did it last who's, week. Yeah, yeah, no, new, but it's still new, mm. right? Who's who's our subject matter today? Now these are these are sports men or women from sporting that backgrounds have, that have had very good careers in whatever sport. Yep, committing crimes. Yeah, but unfortunately, have found themselves incarcerated for long periods of time. Last week was Gary Sullivan, former Australian rugby league front rower, played for Newtown many years, over a hundred games for Newtown. And was also one of Queensland's biggest bank robbers as yeah, well. Wow. Yeah. Incredible. 
All right, so we'll have that after so 7 o'clock, 6 o'clock. Tonight yep. is the great Argentinian boxer. He went by the name of Carlos Monzon. Right. Yeah. Look like oh. a movie star. Very I'd violent. like to know what he's done. Very violent. Don't Google it. Not A listener can Google it. Woogie, don't you Google it. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brizzy Bryan, can we give him one of those really crap eskies we've got? Yeah. Why? What's he Jace, said? the best easy to make meal is homemade rissoles with mash and gravy poured over it and have two pieces of buttered bread. Okay, Brizzy Bryan, I'm going to throw this back to you. You're good, Brizzy Bryan. Brizzy Bryan, the best way to keep your rissoles, don't answer it, Woogie, because you think you know everything and you don't. Brizzy Bryan, the best way to keep your rissoles together and stop flaking and falling apart. <laughs> Easy. Over to you, Brian. All right, Brian, you got to come back. But you got to have some peas with that, though, Brian. Fitzy also says, "Where's Darren Lockyer?" That was Rat last night. Well, I feel like I'm losing my voice. Yeah. Is there something in there? How was Rat last night? I mean, it's his one day. It was Tuesday's his day. He's on. exhausted by probably the sixth <laughs> segment. Yeah. Stephen Davo says, "Biden is a para fan. He's a massive Brett Kenny fan." <laughs> <laughs> nice, Steve. Very nice. Okay. Uh, very quickly. Let's get to the uh, the good oil for Cobram Estate Premium Australian Extra Olive Oil. Um, yep. What are you doing? I was doing the action of a jockey on a horse. What's that mean? Because we've got the tickets again tonight. Oh, yes. we got yeah. that. So I was meant to pick that up as well, wasn't yep. I? Yep. Uh, we've got a pass for you and three mates to the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill Gardens on Saturday the 4th of November. All you have to do... It was a crap song last night. What was the song oh, last night? It was night? Abba Eagle. It's probably one of their worst songs ever. Abba Eagle. Yeah. I've never heard of it. I've never heard it either. Exactly. Who picked that? Daddy. Oh, Daddy, what's wrong with you? This is more a Daddy song. Steve Miliband, isn't it? Fly Like an Eagle? This is when he's... No. This is when he's at his farmer's market. With his tote bag. Yeah. (laughs) We missed the show on Monday night. Daddy goes shopping with tote bags. Mm. We don't even know what a tote bag is. Yep. I thought it was something a bookie carries around with the money in it. A tote? Yeah, yeah it is, yeah. It is. Now, yeah. isn't the tote the, uh, where they used to, that's the tote is where the, num- the, the odds but are. But isn't that the tote bag? I don't know. Where all the money goes? I don't know. Sure. Anyway, um, when do you hear us play that? Uh, get mm. on the blower, uh, 1300 and you and uh, three mates would be off, will be off to the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill Gardens Saturday 4th. Of November, uh, get your tickets as well for that event. If you don't win them off us, Eagles very quickly got to go to break. Kazine Healy standing by. Um, they're floating. I don't believe this for, for a minute, but the Eagles are floating the idea of a player swap between Ryan Madison and Josh Adokar. What? Yeah, I, I can't. I don't know. I, well, uh, one's a, a forward, a ball playing forward, and a good forward at that with a winger. Now they've got Mike Acebo plays on the left. So does Josh Adokar, primarily plays on the left. Correct me if I'm right. Uh, but in saying that, um, Ryan Madison only just re-signed not long ago, and, they, and they've let players go as well in the forward pack to keep players like Ryan Madison. So, I mean, you'd, you'd look at any possibility or any option if there's a quality player. Is that a fair trade, though? Like, no, I, I don't, it doesn't make sense as a trade, put it that way, because um, Ryan Madison's a very good forward. Uh, apparently, Gus is a fan of Josh Adokar staying at the Bulldogs, but apparently there may be some people higher up mm. who aren't. Okay. Well, he, you know, he's a fan favourite. He's a he's a recognised try scorer. He's a uh, very good around the team as well. 
currently playing for Australia, so he's he's doing everything pretty pretty good at the moment. But I, I'd find this very hard to believe. The only the only reason you would float the idea of swapping a forward of Ryan Madison ilk to a Josh Adokar is that is Ryan Madison does he not fit into the dynamic of the side? I'm not quite sure. Don't know enough of the dynamics of the of the side, but that's a weird one. That's a strange one, especially when you got Mike Acevo as well. Um, okay, let's. Th- Eels fans, Steve, what are your thoughts on this? Would you happy to welcome Josh Adokar to your team if this was to happen and lose Ryan Madison? Bulldogs fans, I reckon you'd be the winner out of this just Absolutely. quietly. Absolutely, yeah, I think so as well. I'm with you on that, Sats. Mm. 0457 736 736. Uh, thoughts on that? Cobra Estate, Australia's most awarded extra virgin olive oil, grown, harvested and first cold pressed in northern Victoria. They bring us the good oil. Ian Healy brings us all the latest from the ODI, well, about the ODI World Cup next on Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Sats Jace here tonight. It's important to buy Australian right now. Look for the logo and be sure it's Aussie. Now, before we go to uh, cricketing legend Ian Healy, uh, who does breakfast on SCNQ every morning with Paddy Welsh, they do a great show, 6 to 9. You can stream it, or if you're in Brizzy, make sure you listen to it on 6.93am. Um, Hills, welcome to the show. Thanks, Dave. Now, listening to the show this morning, I, I, you're aware that uh, the guys at SCN in Melbourne have put together their SCN 11 and surprisingly, two very good wicket keepers who played for Australia were left out of the 11. That 11, obviously... Was they, this team out of Victoria, but It's from Victoria. No, it's Victorian breakfast show yeah. naming an SCN 11 side from all of the... The talent. The talent we have playing for us. On air. <laughs> on, and, and, on air talent. Like Hills and Tim yeah, Payne. Yeah. Like, like, for example... Scott those Tatler, 101 not well, out no, for No, cricketing Nudgy. talent. Yeah, 101 not out for Nudgy. Right, here we go. This is what they had to say. Well, so. It's taken shape. Morris Marcorn, Pickering Lion Russell, O'Donnell, fortunate, Edmund Waitley, Brereton Hodge. Yeah, my spot might be, might be in trouble. I mean, I know I've kept a none other than Ian Healy out, but a big push for tags to keep. Tags? You'd be joking. Low centre of gravity, no buys. Okay, question marks over Corn. I don't know if Dwayne can play. I put him in there. Crazy good. And all the rest we saw. Oh, Jared. You've got to work out whether Jared's a bowler or not. So in the essay, they're all bloody Victorians. Jared Whaley would be the umpire. Yeah, he would be. He'd and be Kane Corns. It just complained. Well, he'd be just a. He'd be, he's that skinny. He'd be a cricket star. <laughs> Ian Healy and Tim Payne, two of the great wicket keepers. Scott Sutler, one hundred and one, not yeah, out. For can Nudgy. we just concentrate yeah. on our guests first, well, right? Okay. Um, two of the great wicket keepers to represent their country left out of the side. Hills, your chance to hit back tonight. Oh, well, thank you very much. But all I know is the game is rife for the picking. You know, we need a rebel team. A rebel team. Yeah, good And call. we'll take them on. Yeah, like, I like that. They, they have been, they've been negligent in their selections. <laughs> to leave Sats out, exactly. that's incredible. Yeah, yeah I know. Right, right. Yeah. so 
Um, I couldn't. They read. They were that sheepish in announcing that team. You couldn't really hear who they picked. <laughs> it's, you know, I don't they wanted to put a former jockey who's four foot three as the wiki. <laughs> because he's got a low centre of gravity, yeah. that would that would ensure no buys. They reckon. <laughs> so, so no, these these fellas are gone. We're we're going to have a game. You know, let's cover each other's costs. Um, yep. And our team, the the Rebel team, rest of Australia will will play. Whatever that team should be called yep. at Ian Healy Oval, if you like, like it. Uh, and had to we'll, mention he's got a name, we'll, uh, name we'll named just, after him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just see. We'll just see. With Tim Payne Oval, maybe at the University of Tasmania, if we wanted to go down there, Payne could be our captain. Yep. And uh, we won't have to bat. That's we'll, we'll just watch Payne well, go around. Yeah, and you know, the, like our opening bowler will be, will be Kasperwitz. He he's yeah. part of the SCN team, part exactly. of our cricket. Yep. Maybe bunging him in. Lehman. Lehman, yep. Lehman, Zorko would play, I'm sure. We, I, I, how Cam Smith, Hodgie and not have us not to have Hodgie. He he'll be embarrassed, Hodgie. We we <laughs> interviewed so Chris Lynn last week. Lynn, yeah. Actually, that's another good one. Linny's part of the team too, so we'll chuck him in. Yeah. Hello, this is going to be so easy. Yeah, exactly. This is uh, incredible. We'll, we'll get the salaries right and and everything. Look and at we'll heels. Heels straight around the country playing Heels straight to the salary. Oh, I love it. Uh, <laughs> here we go. Tonight we take on the Netherlands. I told you today in the office I'm nervous about this. This is what you had to say about the game on radio this morning. So some big upsets already uh, they've featured and the, the three underrated teams are having a day or two in the sun uh, with some, some inspired innings with both bat and ball at times. That's how they're beating the likes of South Africa, England. So tonight's game against the Netherlands is not to be underestimated, but an Australian third eleven could win. Oh, I agree with you, Hills. I think uh, easily. You would think though that an Australian third would beat the Netherlands top team, right? It should happen. Yes. Yeah. Oh, no, I'm serious there. So, so not they, they can't afford to be worried. A bit like you, you could fall into some what if type moments in your mind, and and that just can't be. This is time. It's time to belt, and uh, you, you know if we're not a third eleven team. We've got a first eleven, and we've got four reserves that'll be good enough. Still, if we if we wanted to put them in, Andrew McDonald has said he, he's not doing that. There's no rest. Changes will be just that. There'll be changes if we make them in this World Cup. I love it. I love the fact that this is a full-on World Cup that they're going. We're going to go for. We've got uh, five more games before a semi-final, followed by a final, hopefully. So. So, yeah, yeah, we're, we're on. And it's time our fast bowlers got their job done. And tonight could be that night, well, I reckon. You want to see them bowl short and attack the batsman? Yeah, aggressive. I want them to be aggressive. Now, that might pull some shots out of the Netherlands. The best way to counteract that would be to play some shots, get a little bit of width, so you play a cut shot. And maybe you get a pull shot away. But, but you can't go into your shell and just um, evade those types of deliveries. We need to be fast, um, short at times, and then in the corridor picking up edges. And I, I think I think we can do that. Our bowling attack can do that if if they bowl really well and uh, signal that they're out they're out for for a real aggressive moment. Hello, also heels and woogie, Tim from Brizzy and Paul from Melbourne, Trent Copeland. He's part of the SEN team. Socky, Steve O'Keefe. Yep. Ryan Harris. Ryan Harris. Yeah. Okay, so... We're killing them. Yeah, exactly. Now... You're out, Sats. With that mindset... Where have we pulled Ryan Harris from? That's a beauty. Yeah, he does some stuff on uh, the run home. Great average. 
one of the greatest <laughs> averages. Yeah. Oh, mate, that's, that's, we're home. We don't yeah, even have to hardly play. That's, we've just got to put the whites on. That'll mm. do it. We had Nisa and, and Renshaw in the office the other day. They're in. Yep. Yes, they're in the office actually practicing cricket. So they're in. So that's, there's not a spot for you, Exactly. Mate, well, I did get five for 26 against Terrace one day. But in saying that, uh, with the mindset of Andrew McDonald, where it's just, um, just we're just moving forward with the team that we've got, where, what role does Travis Head play now that he's come back from injury? Will he be slotted in, do you think, heels, or will he just have to wait well, until again, there's a selection chain? Again, yeah, no, again, he said no, when he's ready to play, we're using him at the top. So they're going to open with him. So I would say if that is the case, Mitch Marsh can drop down. Now tonight, for example, I, I would um, put I would drop Mitch Marsh under Steve Smith. I want Steve Smith to get more time in the middle. Yep. I want Marcus Stoinis and Glenn Maxwell to get some time in the middle. Josh Inglis wouldn't hurt, but but uh, especially those other two. Um, and then Mitch Marsh could you know finish if we like if we needed finishes to, um, tonight. But I think the one that will get squeezed eventually will be Marnus, um, uh, even though he's held held his part of the bargain up very, very well, having been put in there for the non-return of Ashton Agar. So, um, but yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah, their intentions have been very proactive there too. That head will go straight to the top. Where have we been previously in World Cups when it comes to our starts here? I know 2003 didn't lose a match. I think 99 may have been the same. I think there was a... a a uh, no result in one of those games, but have we ever had a slow start like we've had with these first two games in this World Cup previously? Uh, we, we've had slower probably, and I think it, I think it was '99, right, yeah. in England, where we got to the point where we had to win the next seven games to yep. win the tournament. So they won, and they did it. They did seven in a row. Yep. Um, so, and I'm not sure of the format. Generally, Sats will get a you know, there, there's a pool format and you qualify as one of the top two in your pool type thing, and Australia get to do that. But they might be disappointing but still come second in that pool and then they kick into gear. Uh, then they go into a thing called Super Sixes at some stage where the top three of that side of the draw play cro- across the draw to so the top three on this side of the draw and that gives another incentive to get going, you know. So... Uh, we have kicked a couple of times through um, uh, after a disappointing game or two, but and and this one, whilst the reaction was pretty slow, and we were ordinary, they were at least against two good teams, so so we we didn't lose against someone we were supposed to win easily against, so it wasn't as disastrous probably, even though it would have got a little bit anxious in the dressing room as well, uh, but now we're back, we, we've just got to. Uh, you, you know, we've got this game tonight, then Saturday against New Zealand, early next week against England. That, oh. That's the next three. So, yeah. And then we finish with Bangladesh and Afghanistan. So, so um, you know, I, I think we're going to be right now and, and the quality of cricket coming back and we've just got to get the fast bowlers getting early wickets at times. So watch for a couple of, uh, you know, rib ticklers tonight. Hey, Hills, um Moving away from Australia versus uh, the Netherlands, um, Bairstow claims that he didn't agree with the Australians' tactics that day during the, the Ashes. Uh, this is for a book that's mm. coming out about Basball. He spoke to a couple of journalists. Um, you, look, you've got to stick to the rules, right? And the rule was he was stumped. Yes, you can either stick to the rules or you can put some etiquette in there and sort of go, oh, come on, come back, mate. 
But and, and but and so we stuck with the rules, and it looked to everyone, and I think they've been quoted as saying that they've they've been watching this habit of his for a while, and Alex Carey pulled it off first time, first attempt. It, it hit the, you know, he hit so, and the best day was out of his crease, not watching what the ball was doing. So um, I, I've got no problem with that. I, I've got no problem with his explanation either. I thought his explanation was pretty good because two days before that he tried to run Manus Lavashay now, the same way, but but he sort of explained it. He sort of said, well, Manus was batting out of his crease and and looking to take an advantage from the bowler, change his length up a little bit by doing that, and he never came back into his crease at all. Whereas at least I touched back into my crease. Yeah, it didn't look at whether the ball was still live or not because Alex Carey caught it and threw it in the one motion. It was live. Um, he didn't look up and he was a metre or two outside of his crease by the time the ball hit the stumps. Mm. So, so I, I don't mind that explanation, but, but he, didn't, he didn't have it live when it happened. It's taken him a couple of months to work all that out and to be able to talk about it. So... So, you know, I, I wish he had been able to get that explanation out the day it happened. Yeah. Now, uh, as of this afternoon, also heels, uh, we saw that Steve Smith took a blow in the nets. They're saying it's not that serious. Now, really? you've had a little bit to do with Shane Webke, and you know what the way Shane Webke used to train. He used to hurt his own teammates at training, didn't he? he just, it was just yeah. it was balls in. It was and media managers. Yeah, and media managers, exactly. <laughs> now, when you were in the nets, was there any... Yeah, you know, a lot of the bowlers just like to roll their arm over and get a bit of movement and just... Yeah, you know, Was there any bowlers that just used to fire them down like it was the first ball of the test? Uh, yeah, Jeff Lawson. And and he his back foot would be on the front crease. So he would now be uh, another metre and a half closer to you with a new ball with you in a cage net, you know, and the, the, the wicket quite juicy, quite spicy. So, you know, you as a as batsman in the net, you get hit in the inside thigh a lot and your back thigh on the inside. So in our time, uh, a pad developed for that, you know, an inside thigh guard. So, um, yeah, they were nasty. But they weren't as nasty as they are now. The boys, when they bowl in the nets, bowl flat out. And it's, it's not good to watch. When you go along and watch the Australians practice, it's no good. <laughs> it's Stark running flat out, swinging a new ball at 140Ks. Cummins then steams in. Hazel, they're all steaming yeah. in. And th- this one was Sean Abbott. And, and Steve Smith was on the front foot. And it, and it sort of jumped up and hit him on the uh, forearm, the, the back of the right, the back of the bottom hand forearm. It could have broken easy, mm. but he, he got lucky. So uh, yeah, they, they are they're quite aggressive in the nets, and uh, it, and the, so what happens? The batsmen survive. They just practice sort of uh, not playing so many shots, and then they get out of the nets when they're finished there, and they go and hit a thousand balls with the coach with a sidearm dog thrower, you know. Mm. And and it, you know that we used to get more practice and more valuable practice out of the bowler's arm. So so yeah. <laughs> It's hard. They spend a lot of time hitting balls now, the batsmen, and uh, they have uh, some scary net sessions. All right, Hills, looking forward to the game tonight, Australia versus Netherlands in the World Cup. Before you go, we've got to go quickly. The Rebel SCN team, how's this sound? Payne, Healy, Casper, <laughs> Lehman, Copeland, Ryan Harris, Sattler, yep. Nisa, Renshaw, Sock, Chris Lynn. Do we find a spot for Matt Rogers? I don't think we can. No. No, he's too skinny. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think we, I think we got it. Like, yeah, but a month on the cricket tour that'll fatten him up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we need, uh, 
Yeah, I think I think he'd make a good twelfth to start with, probably. Yeah, cool. Uh, Ian Healy throwing down the challenge to that SCN eleven. That's our rebel team. We'll take you on any time, any place. Heels, yeah. thanks for your time, mate. Enjoy the cricket tonight. Okay, boys, you're welcome. Bye. See, you, mate. There he is. The great, great, great storytellers, isn't he? SCN. Yeah. I was at a. I went to a presentation with him today. Mm-hmm. And just unbelievable. He just had the whole mate. The audience were twenty somethings. And he just, he had the meeting out of the palm of his hand. He's just so good. Yeah, he's good. He's great with clients. Uh, 92 World Cup in Australia, Adam said. Australia had a slow start. Pakistan got a point for a washout, which they were being thrashed in, which got them into the semis. They end up winning the game, the winning tournament. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Rightio. That's uh, our chat with uh, Aussie great Ian Healy. Look for the logo. Be sure it's Aussie. Thanks to Aussie May. Break time. Back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yes, welcome back into the show. Wednesday night edition of Sports Day. Sats Jace here tonight. Uh, we've already got a sponsor for Ian Healy's Rebel SCN team. Oh, Heels officially the captain, yeah. is he? Yeah, well, it's, well, mate, who better in our squad is going to be the skipper? Uh, mate, don't get jealous. Jimmy Smith. Well, hang on, wait a second. Irrigear have come on board as our sponsor already to save time and water. Irrigear is here. So they are the official sponsors. Yep. Of the Ian Healy Rebel SEN team. So let's run through the batting lineup, Sats. Well, let's run through the team lineup. Okay, Payne, Healy, Kasperwitz, Lehman, Copeland, Ryan Harris. What about that? Casper, Copeland, Ryan Harris, Jimmy Smith, probably second change bowler. We forgot about Jimmy Smith. Jimmy Smith. Very handy cricketer. First grade cricketer. Yep. Socky. There's our turn right there. Yep. Sally can, he can bowl some seam. At about 120. What about this okay. bloke opening the batsman? Opening batsman. Chris Lynn. Yeah. And Rat Rogers, 12th man. Yeah. Or would Rat Rogers be, uh, I don't know, would he be better served as commentator? Looks like Kepka's done that, and this yeah, is coming probably. in nicely. I like Might that. be a little long. Oh, no, this is right next to the pin. Oh, this could go in. It's running, it's cracking. Oh, in one change, Kepka. The beers are absolutely flying. I mean, with commentary like that. Yeah. Paul from Melbourne says, don't forget boys, don't forget Fletch. You come up with a really good point during the break. Paul, we can't have Fletch in the team because there's no helmet big enough for his head. Yeah, exactly. And all batters have to wear helmets. They do. Well, there's that's OHS, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, who's missing from Ian Healy's Rebel SEN team? Mm. Let us know. 0457 736 736 to take on those bums in Victoria. Yeah. I mean, seriously. So I'm thinking Casper opens with Ryan Harris. In the bowling, yes. Yeah, Copeland, first change. Yep. And then Jimmy Smith. Yep. And then Socky. Yep. It's it's a, it's a fair lineup, isn't it? It's unbelievable. Yeah. Who's but, your keeper, Healy or Payne? Oh, uh, Healy. Yep. Payne's got that dodgy thumb. Yeah, true. Payne first slip. Yeah, maybe, mm. maybe. Okay. As long as Rat's not out there, that's that's fine. Yeah. We don't want to get him. We don't want to get him injured. Yeah. He's only tiny. <laughs> uh, what do you reckon of our uh, Rebel uh, team, SEN team? Let us know. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Don't forget to listen out for Fly Like an Eagle for you and three mates to join us at 
the Big Eagle race that's coming up as well. Like, it's it's a massive time for racing. The Golden Eagle, Rose Hill Gardens, Saturday, 4th of November. All you got to do is listen out for Fly Like an Eagle. When you hear that, call us, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy, and those tickets will be yours. Time to go to a break. This is Sports Day. All-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Yeah, welcome back to the show. Rooster Muzz. Yeah. I reckon Rooster Muzz would be the angriest man in the world. Oh, man, I oh, love his No, input. no, no. Bondi Jack is. Yeah, Bondi Jack. We can't read your one out. Um, but uh, I, 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 actually, I actually have respect for Rooster Muzz. No, no. I, 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 his text. I love their input. Bondi Jack and also Rooster Muzz. But Rooster oh, Muzz, yeah, like, yeah. He's, he's, got, he's, got a lot of, he's got a lot of anger. Don't forget, boys, it's pension day today. It's only aimed at one person, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. No doubt he'll be on after seven. Although we haven't heard from him today, which is good. Mm. You know who else we haven't heard That's from? That's good. We want to hear from him. You know, you know who else we haven't heard from in a long time? I'm a bit worried. Craig from Maitland. Ever since he'd run naked, uh, he said, I'll run naked if Laurie Daly doesn't get the blues job. Yeah, we haven't true. heard from him. So maybe he's still running naked. Uh, Heath, how are you, mates? Yeah, very good. Thank you. How are you, fellas? Yeah, very good. Where are you from, Heath? Uh, oh, Bayview, Northern Beaches, Sydney. Oh, Bayview. Nice. Manly supporter? No, I'm Queenslander, so I grew up in Western Queensland, so I just called the Broncos. Oh, what, what part of Western Queensland, Queensland Heath? Uh, how good's your geography? Well, let me know. Um, it's a t- little town called Taroom, oh, near t- Roma. Yeah, Taroom, near Roma, yeah, absolutely. Beautiful, yeah. beautiful. Yeah. A, friend of, a friend of mine's got the club hotel at... Roma. Oh, good. Yeah. Do you guys want to have a chat what? off air? Yeah, like, oh, yeah. you do? Like, <laughs> hey, mate, you've won yourself uh, tickets for you and three mates to the Golden Eagle at Rose Hill Gardens, Saturday, 4th of November. Tickets at races.com.au. Well done, Heath. Well done, Heath. Enjoy. Awesome. And thank thanks you. thanks for listening, thanks, mate. Charles, really appreciate it. No, appreciate awesome. you listening. Thank you, mate. Thank you. you go. There's Heath. Uh, Queensland. He sounds too smart for this show. Yeah, I know. Too level-headed. I think if we really... Got down to the the various levels and peeled back the the, the layers of Heath. Yeah, he'd be part of our Goodwill Hunting Group, Mat- smart group. Mattress Mac has lost twelve point four million dollars after the Astros went down to the Texas Rangers in the Baseball World Series. Jim Mattress Mac promised his customers free products as a way to hedge his bet if the Astros won the World Series. Really? I need a new mattress. Mm, I think they play the Diamondbacks in the World Series starting this mm. weekend. Yeah, a lot going on. NBA started today as well. Oh, I've got, actually, I've got Lakers some, went down. I've got something about the NBA and when you win the NBA title, what would you prefer? We'll do it in the next, after the break. And what is today? Crime Wave Wednesday? Is that no, what it is? No, it's sports crime. A sports crime. Actually, sports outlaws because 
Yeah, Bond or Jack has used the word sports outlaws, so I okay. think we need to change it to okay. sports well, outlaws. It's your segment. You well, can call you come up with a blow- stinger for it, please? All right, sports outlaws. Bang, bang, bang. Right here. Uh, break time. Back in a moment. This is Sports Day. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. Oh, God, I love this song. Who sings this again, Satsy? Jet? No. Very... Actually, credit to you, it does sound like Jet. It does sound like Jet. It's Primal Scream. Okay. Get your rocks off. Get your rocks off, honey. It's Saturday night at my joint. I'm joking. If anyone's listening, kids. Hey, welcome to the show. Second hour. Uh, Sports Day it is... Hello to our listeners through the Super Radio Network. Uh, our favourite station, of course, is 2HD in Newcastle. That's your favourite station. I love, but I love Newey. Mm. That's a good blue-collar town where the men are men, the women are women, and the beer is beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's like straight yeah. out of a Western Newcastle. I love it. Okay. It's getting a bit fancy, though. Newcastle? Yeah, it's getting a bit bit flash. Down along the boardwalk. It's beautiful. Yeah. Under the so I was work I was working and living there mm. when it's still a steel city. Yep. Shout out to the uh, family in Curry Curry. Curry Curry hasn't changed that much. No. Mm. No. When I lived, um, I lived on the southern end, town that starts with S, and I've forgotten the name of. Oh God, that's bad. On the southern Swansea, end, Swansea, Swansea, Belmont. Yeah. Yeah, I lived down there. Great, mm. great part of the world. Yep. What people did was well, die because there's a lot of old people. <laughs> Uh, or surfed. That's mm. all people did. Hey, listen, by the way, um, Aussies have won the toss and have elected to bat in their ODI World Cup game against the Netherlands. Did we get a text? Yeah, we did from, this is Simo, from Balgowny down the Wollongong district. I am hoping Australia wins the toss. Tick, bats, tick, and post 400 plus for pure entertainment value instead of rolling the Netherlands for 180 and not having to chase much. Uh, Brisbane Eels been on the text too about this game. Sats, correct me if I'm right, mm. gents. But the Dutch did beat the South Africans, so let's not go the early crow. I can't think. I can't think that on Dutch breakfast radio they are saying our team will be playing in thong stubbies and cherry towelling hats. Yep. So Scott Edwards, the captain of the Netherlands, he's a Victorian, Victorian Australian, yeah, and born in. I think he's either born in Samoa or PNG. Okay. But his grandmother is Dutch. Oh, okay. So that I, stopped you, didn't it? I heard – I actually heard the grandmother actually did Dutch ovens one night, and that's why he's he's with <laughs> – he gets to play for the Netherlands. Mate, that's gross. Yeah. That's disgusting. Mm. Um, more texts coming through uh, tonight. Welcome back, Woogs. I'm not going to call you a flog anymore. I'm making changes in my life, and I'm starting with that. Mm. Yeah, thanks. Um, text here – uh, where is the lead pelican of the Whackpack Glen? The crew in the front bar haven't heard him over here for a few days. That's Mick over in the, in the west. Margaret River. Over Margaret River. He rang last night, Mick. Oh, did he? Yeah. 
He did last night. What do you have to say? Danny Vass cut him off too early, actually. I thought he was on fire. Cut Mick off? No, he, he cut Glenn off. Oh. Because Glenn and Hoverboard Pete next door, because Sir Paul McCartney was playing in Newcastle and the wind was heading south, which was taking all the acoustics straight past their place. So they had the best seat in the house. So he came I'm off. about to cut you off. I'm so <laughs> bored from this. Hey, guys, I'm with your steak, Sanger Sats. No little steakettes. Yep. And do you think the box can take the final from the All Blacks? And Jason Biden for, forgot who he supports. That's from St. Boyd. I think South Africa can win because when you get to the final, anyone can win the grand final. Um, doesn't matter what code. I just think the only thing that's going to – they've got to be able – they've got to defend the game of their lives because this All Black side are playing – a rejuvenated brand of rugby. A really enjoyable, actually, brand of rugby to watch. Their, their offense, their attack is, yeah, is beautiful to watch. And not only defensively, to be able to defend those 35 phases against Ireland, it was outstanding defensively, yeah. My, the only problem is I think there are some um, uh, possible charges around their hooker, South mm-hmm. African hooker, for making some – well, there's allegations – that there was some racial abuse. Towards, from him? From him towards oh, wow. um, who they beat England. They beat Argentina? No, oh, they, they beat England. England sorry, so yeah. that's up. That's being investigated now by World Rugby. So I'm not sure whether. Okay. And there are any allegations at this stage. So I don't know whether they're going to be minus a hooker for this final. And also there are some injury concerns around the front row. But they've got the, they've got the death South Africa. It's going, to be, it's going to be a cracking final. Absolute cracking. It'd be amazing. Final. I think there'll be a lot of points scored, primarily by the All Blacks if they get out to a really quick start. Now, can I throw this at you? Yeah. And the listeners as well. Day one of the NBA today, and and the LA Lakers played Denver Nuggets in Denver. Now, Denver were the winners, the the winners last year. Mm. So, what happens in America with the NBA? So, the NRL, the AFL, you win the premiership, you get a you get a medal. Yep. The NRL, you get a you get a ring, yep. which is an NRL ring with a year and your jersey number on it. Some have the jersey number, some don't. In the NBA, what they do is they don't present the win, the NBA championship rings to the players until the first game of the next season. So they have a and they beat the LA Lakers too. Didn't they, they did, yeah. yeah. So before this game tonight, uh, today our time, I should say, they do a big presentation. All the players. Nice. And they present them with the ring. So new players to the Denver Nuggets this year obviously don't get a ring if they didn't play. Players who have left the Denver Nuggets, they get presented their ring when Denver play that team. So when you're playing with another team, you get presented your ring before the game. Oh, wow. Yeah, if you're playing in Denver. So my question is, would you rather that? Because the rings are very personalized. It's got a Denver, all all, uh, diamonds and gold. Or would you rather get it on the night of the grand final mm. or the premiership, which is not personalised? So which one would you rather? Would you like to have it when you win it or would you oh. like to wait until a, a presentation? Why don't you get a fake one when you win so you've got something? Yep. And then you get presented. I want two, don't I? Yeah. Uh, no. I, I Maybe like... a medal when you win on the night and then the presentation. Well, just a certificate. Of participation. Participa- Thank you for playing in the final. Yep. LA Lakers, you get nothing. Mm-hmm. Denver will get back to you with some rings. We're getting Albo uh, to design them like he did with the NRL rings. Yeah. Did he design the NRL rings? Yeah, of he course. Did not. He did. Did he? Yes. Didn't you see that in the news? Stop with the fight. I know. Man, he's, he can do everything, Albo. You mm. know this.
But right now, again, if you're I, just joining us, I would rather get it. I, I like getting it um, on that, the night. Well, but I love the idea that it's personalised. It's got Denver Nuggets on it. Does it have your name on it? Do you have your name no, on your ring? No, just your number, your your jersey or your shirt number for NBA. I oh, see. I love that. Mm. So NRL, well, we got jersey numbers. Yep. And on your ring? Oh yeah, of course. Jersey yeah. number, but um, I don't know whether they still do it every year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Well, ask Albo. He designed it. Mm. Have you had your photo with him yet? I mean, you had one with Scott Morrison last year. I did. S- received a lot of death threats. Yeah, but have you had your photo with Albo? No, I haven't. For those just joining the show, uh, leaked conversations picked up by Sports Day. Uh, our spies on the ground at the White House at the garden party where the B-52s perform. Can you believe this? The B-52s, because Albo likes rock and roll, old school rock and roll. Yeah. So Joe's going, I know who we get. Violent Femmes. No, the B-52s. Really? Talking Heads? No, the B-52s. B-52s. So good old Love Shack will be ringing out across the White House. Mm. And again, if you missed it, uh, very proud of our spies in the US for picking up conversation between Biden, Joe Biden, the US president, Albo, King Albo, Mm. the president or prime minister of Australia, your prime minister, and old mates, the Landys, having a conversation at this function. Well, a wise guy, eh? There it is. And that is how PNG will get into the rugby league competition. No, as, Dan- as Daniel has texted on the text line, it's it's not about the um the agreement with you know PNG. It's it's more about selling rugby league as a sport to America. Are uh, you what with what? Vo- with what? Vegas next what? year? So it's got nothing to do with the ports and the border and all that sort of stuff. No. What's so what Joe, happens after last year, next what's, year? What's Joe Biden got to do with that? He's Mate, got nothing to do with that. How quickly does Daniel think this team will be up and running? <laughs> what, in December? No, Daniel's saying it's more about selling the game to America, like like we're going to Vegas in the first weekend of March next year. I, I'm confused. What's P&G got to do with Vegas? No, you're talking about the meeting would be about P&G and the, and the 18th team. and Right. Daniel's saying no. What did you make of the billboard? On the, the side of the stadium. Oh, yeah, yeah. Saying Australia's Australia's greatest game. Yep. Don't mind it. I like it. It's not, though. What? It's, it's not Australia's largest game. It's not the most popular game, Australia Rugby League. Yeah, but they're not selling another sport. But they're, they're selling rugby league. But they had that on the billboard. Yeah. You can, you, like, I would have put conditions apply. Well, down the bottom T's of it. and C's. T's. <laughs> no. Well, when I went to Adelaide for the origin this year, you know, in the main yeah. street, was, yeah. was really... The same sort of the same sort of ad or same sort of billboard yeah. in an AFL mad city. Yeah, so the oh, cheek, yeah. the cheek of them. But uh, did you talk about last night or recently that what's that? The biggest sport in Australia we do know is cricket, right? Oh, we spoke about it previously. Yeah, it's, for eyes and that it's cricket. Yeah, a national team. Yeah, and is that it? Yeah. Okay. I'm waiting for you to bite. <laughs> Yeah. Yes, Australia did win the toss <laughs> and they chose to bat. I just love giving it to you, but you're not biting. Mm. Chris from Endeavour Hills. Hello, mate. Evening, boys. Um, on the on the whole Vegas thing, I thought what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. So yeah. whatever they put on the billboard, who cares? Yeah, you're so, good, good point. You're um, a smart man. Yeah. Well, why put it on a billboard? We, um, we, uh, 
and the people who are in Vegas this week won't be there in six months, so or four months. So yeah, yeah it's, it's, it is uh, a very transient. Are we going to have an NRL poker machine in Vegas? We should. I think well, we most should. of them are made by aristocrat out of Canberra, so probably. There you go. Yeah. Yep. All right, mate. And you have Valandi's Not- face in the middle. You get three Valandis oh. up. You get free spins. Or is it a spew bucket? But it's, as a Victorian, mate, he's not the, not the uh, most uh, loved person this time of year down here with the uh, with the races. So, But um, I called about the um, the rings. Yep. So with the um, with the NFL, they do it a bit differently. They'll have a presentation night and get all the players yes. back. But there used to be rules around it. And I think it was Robert Kraft when the Pats won their first one, just said, well, stuff the rules, I'm doing what I want. Um, considering I think they were given a budget of 70 grand a ring and all this sort of stuff. What? But as they've won more, yeah, as they, whatever, there's a whole, there's a whole, there used to be a whole heap of rules. You can't spend more than this. You can't do this. You can't do that. And I think Robert Kraft as well, I'm spending my money. I'm doing what I want. So over the years they've won. And so I think like Brady's had like six different gems on it when they won the sixth one. But when they rolled the Atlanta Falcons and they came from 28 yes. three down, there's a heap of little references to do with the like the carrot weights, the number of gems, all of it have references back to the not only the twenty eight three but also the final score line. Okay. So yeah. and I'm I'm driving at the moment, I can't remember it exactly, but it's something like there might be two hundred and eighty three of a particular type of jewel uh, like little diamond bits in it or whatever it is, it's all around they get really spiteful in them. They, like, they make a point of, yep, yeah, this is who we defeated in this one. This was the score. Um, this is like, they, they go to town. There's a whole story behind them. Um, and they, they have a big dinner. They get presented with them. And it's a, it's a whole big big thing. And I think the NHL is a bit the same. It's all done after the fact. So that if, and they're all privately owned over there. So it's a bit different to the AFL, which is sort of publicly slash member owned. NRL's privately owned, so mm. i.e. the storm win, nothing stopping Matt Tripp doing something, or mm. if the Roosters win, they might all get a car with the from um, Uncle Nick. But um, it's it's all it's all relative over there too, though, because at the end of the day, each of those franchises are worth what four, five, six billion dollars yeah, exactly. in turnover, the best part of a billion dollars each anyway. Yeah, yeah. All right, Chris, I've got to say. $70,000 ring, by the way. I've got to say, thank you, Chris. That's that's outstanding. Very informative. Now you got you got three models. you got get it on the night that you win the comp mm-hmm. at a special presentation that your club puts. And I remember seeing the LA Rams one where they had these beautiful boxes and you open up the box and the rings in there with this beautiful light and it had a little bit of a, a show reel inside the, the ring box as well. Nice. Or you have it at the first game of the following season. I've got to say, I like, I like Chris's, the one that he just informed us about. Have your own special function. Do your ring presentation. I like that. Yeah, I like it. Jeez, uh, we're getting some tech texts through uh, tonight. Um, David from Old Toon Gabby, uh, yep. right next to New Toon Gabby. Uh, <laughs> and what is? It's right next to Toon Gabby. It's the train station before. Yeah. Or after. Can't mm. remember. Hey, Satsumuyu, this para trade of Madison for Addo Carr sounds like the genius work of Mark O'Neill. I don't like it. They should trade O'Neill for Addo Carr. Buckets O'Neill, good guy. But who is Great he? Great guy. He's the general manager of rugby league. Oh, at the Bulldogs. At the Parramatta Eagles. Oh, right. Okay. I played with him at the Tigers. Oh, did you? Won good a player? comp in 2005. Yeah, very good player. Um, good guy. Yeah, really good guy. Uh, and Bondo, Jack, you do make a really good point. 
The meeting isn't about PNG or Vegas. It's about U.S. sports gambling licenses. What? But uh, come on, Bondi Jack. Why would the U.S. president want to have a meeting about rugby league he's and not, U.S. gambling licenses? He is. No, he's seen with the president. So why is Albo? So the next person he goes and talks to. So Albo goes. Oh, I've got a date. Oh, do I take Penny Wong or do I take old mate? Rugby league. <laughs> come on. How? How? What? Why would Biden, who, and I think it's sad, by the way, who can't carry a conversation at the moment, imagine him talking to Peter Volandis. His head's going to explode. Yeah, like crime scene says. Like, would he be talking about ladies of... No, 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 don't read that out. Isn't that, isn't that, the, um, isn't that one of the poker machines? Oh, no, it's not. So does the NRL ring maker make two sets of rings then melt down the loser's ring for Macho Man? I don't know. Ask Heine. Is that your own? <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Is that why he's got a gold tooth? Who, Heine? Yeah. Has he got a gold tooth? I don't know. Mm. Ma- Macho Man, is that the nickname you've given yourself? <laughs> it's a little bit. Chris Hicks, a guy I played with on the wing at Penrith, he gave himself the nickname Spider. Because he saw Spider Everett going crazy in a game one night. He said, that's my kind of guy. We're playing Melbourne. That's my kind of guy. From now on, everyone call me Spider. So when you'd say, hey, Hicksie, he wouldn't answer you. You had to call him what? Spider from that day on. But Shout did, out to Hicksie or Spider in Newcastle. But didn't one of the Walters brothers give themselves their own nickname as well? Yeah, Steve Walters. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What was it? Um, it was... Uh, I'll let you think about it. Not Truckster. It was... Um, it was something like that, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Michael's been on the text. Uh, Gents, update on the Biden Albo get together. Geez, everyone seems to be there. Mm. B52s won't actually be playing now and would just be guests because they don't think the optics of the US president and Australian Prime Minister rocking on would be good for what's going on in Gaza and Israel. Well, what about Volandis? If anyone's going to drop their pants to Eagle Rock, it's old PVL. <laughs> Let's hope they don't play. Daddy Cool, Eagle Rock. Um, Michael from NZ has been on the text. That's Rugby World Cup 2027 expanded 24 teams. Yeah, it's amazing, actually. Where are they getting them from? Yeah, exactly. So um, I'm serious. Yeah, well, it's a reduced six-week rugby league, uh, rugby union window as well. And what um, is it, about eight now? It's a round of 16 to be introduced instead of going straight into quarterfinals. There's, the, there's a round of 16, which we see in Didn't we used the FIFA to have World Cup. Yeah, right, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, but it's a lot of teams, isn't it? A lot well, of the teams. FIFA World Cup's been expanded too. Yeah, exactly. In the States. So It's all about participation. Stephen Dubbo, my advice to Ryan Madison is this, don't let the door hit you on the way out. Wow. Yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a polarising figure, um, Ryan Madison. First and foremost, and we've got a, a listener here that has also texted around um, Ryan Madison, who was the, the, the guy that took, a, uh, took suspensions over a fine which means you're, you're leaving your teammates in the well, lurch at the start grand? of the season. Yeah, so uh, three games or, or a fine. So he took the games, which doesn't sit really well with, with your teammates and, and the fans, but especially your teammates when you take that. I remember when the flood <laughs> shouldn't laugh. I remember when the floods around northern New South Wales. and mm. That's if, where you had your photo with, uh, with Scromo. Yeah. yeah. And um, he, he put a photo of himself up, like in, in a like, – it's just a big profile Who? picture of himself, Ryan Madison, oh. saying, you know, thinking of all you, all the people that have been affected, which is a great post, but the photo is more about him right. than anything that, and again, it's, it's those little things that the, the comments and the thought was great, but the, a lot of people thought, well, the, 
the image itself was more about himself. So, yeah, he's, I don't know. I, I don't know what he's like off the field. I don't know whether this is because of the dynamics of the side mm. or whether they think they need more score, score, try-scoring uh, try opportunities throughout Ocar. I don't want to point out the obvious, but you did drive down there to take a photo with the Prime oh, Minister I did not even know he was going to be there. Thank you very much. Oh, Scomo! I was, I was Scomo. shoveling, I was shoveling mud. Scomo! And this guy appeared behind me and said, G'day, young fella. Oh, how's the sharkies going, son? Oh, I'll put the shovel down for a minute and I'll just get a photo. I got hammered on social media. Absolutely. Honestly, in my, pro, in the, like, uh, you know, Messenger, all these fake accounts. Yeah. Just, one guy said he was going to, he was going to do things to my, my kids. He's, <laughs> he's going to hunt me down. Anyway. Uh, by I'm the way, here. Canara Cowboy, Boxhead is Steve Walter's nickname. Yes. Boxhead. Yeah, he, Boxhead is his nickname, but he named himself. Was it Tractor or something? Tractor, that was it. Is that it? Yeah, Tractor. Because he just plows through stuff, yeah, is that it? that's it. Hmm. Rightio, uh, one more. Nate from Bore. I've got to go to a break. Uh, I can't wait for Biden to give Rugby League a rap at his next presser. I can yep. just hear him now. You call the, it rugby. But yeah, of course. Yeah. But imagine Volandi standing next to him, just nodding in the background. <laughs> Do you imagine it? You now you get you see all those politicians talking. I can't all those... Joe Biden's a B fifty twos fan, even though it's been canned. Is... He probably thought it was a plane <laughs> coming to the way. But no, here's the thing though. Like could you, you know, you see all those idiot politicians standing in front of the camera talking, yep. and everyone's nodding like an idiot in the background. Yeah, that'll be Volandi's yeah. like this. Yeah, give me the money, give me the yep. money. Exactly. All right, got to go to break before we do the leg up. Uh, Australia's fastest growing tipping service. What's gambling really costing you? The leg up zone. Blake Johnston has his best play for tomorrow at Gosford. G'day, fellas. Nice to get a few winners for our listeners over the last few days. Now, tomorrow we're going to find another one. Let's go to Gosford. Race six, number 13, water ski. This is a filly from the Godolphin Yard who had Tron absolutely super prior to her debut effort. She just simply didn't have any luck. She covered extra ground without cover and she was entitled to peak on her effort. She's been for a spell. She's been back to the trials. I love the recent trial. I reckon she's ready to explode first up here over 1,100 metres. She'll get back, she'll find cover, and I think she'll be too good for them. So that is Gosford, race six, number 13, water ski, our best play of the day. If you do play, please do so responsibly. And as always from the Leg Up Australia, good luck. Yep, thank you, Blakey. Get a leg up on the bookies with Australia's fastest growing tipping service, thelegup.com.au. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. It's Crime Watch Wave. Sports Outlaws. Sports Outlaws. On the way next with Sats. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. Welcome back to Sports Day. Sats and Jace here tonight. Uh, good to have you on board on a Wednesday night. As I said before, the Aussies won the toss against the Netherlands. Let's hope they put on 600 or 50 overs and then bowl them out cheaply. I don't care. I'll be in better sleep by then. Uh, quickly, before we get to our brand-new segment called Sports Outlaws, 
Do we have a stinger for this? Yeah, we do. Hmm. I don't know where it is. Daddy. Daddy, can you show me where it is, please? Oh, and no, I Sam was here last week. Here we go. No, no that's the that close. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this. Not yet. That's it. Okay. Yeah. Let's go. Lucky we're not in there yet. <laughs> okay, brand new segment where Sat sticks up. Uh, people associated with sport, like former well, athletes. We focus who, on sportsmen, sportswomen. That, who dabble in crime. Well, they've been great in their sport, but not so much in their life, whereby you know, the end result is they spend time in prison. As we said at the start of the show, if you're just joining us, last week we focused on Gary Sullivan, who was a Newtown Jet front row, played for Australia in the front row, was also a big-time bank robber in like the armored, 80s. Was it armoured vehicles or banks? Banks. Right. So he had six of the, the biggest heists, out of, six out of ten biggest heists in Queensland in the 80s. That's incredible. After he retired. Oh, you went here last week. I right? was. You, know, you told me the story. But my question to you was, why would he leave New South Wales to go and commit crimes in Queensland? I don't know. It was both he and his father-in-law. Incredible. Mm. So today, and Steve from Dubbo will love this because he knows how much I love my boxing. It's Carlos Monzon. Now, he was an Argentine professional boxer. He's the undisputed, undisputed world middleweight champion for seven years. Now, he's successful. What, what era? So he was sort of through the 60s, 70s, 70s. Okay. Aussie? No, he's Argentinian. All oh, right, I think yeah. you said that. Yes, yeah, sorry. So he defended his title fourteen times, eleven times against different fighters, which is quite amazing. He was known. He was fast. He had really good punching power, amazing work rate. Work rate like a Jeff Fennick style work rate. Right. Yep. He was inducted in the International Boxing Hall of Fame in nineteen ninety. Amazing boxer. Now the Argentinians, they just adored Carlos Monzon throughout his career. Like when he fought, the country just stopped. Everyone just stopped to watch. He was, he was like the he flew the flag for Argent, um, Argentine, Argentina like, like the soccer did, like Maradona did. Yep, yep. So his early life, he was very poor. He grew up in a family um, which had no money. He quit school in third grade to become a shoe shiner just so he could help his, money, help his family with money. And um, he showed an interest in boxing. He met a girl when he was 16, had, then had his first son at, at 16. 16. Yeah, wow. they were so poor, they didn't have enough money to buy the marriage licence. Oh. Okay, so... He won the world title, nineteen seventy. He he fought seven times that one year in nineteen seventy. Imagine that nowadays. So I'm trying, yeah, exactly. So I'm <laughs> trying to build up to get your reaction here. Yeah. Towards the end, he, as I said, went on to defend it fourteen times. He fought Tony Mundine for the world title in Buenos Aires. Wow. And knocked him out in the seventh round in nineteen seventy four. That's how great Tony Mundine was. Yeah. Um, Anthony's father. Now, when he retired, he had a hundred fights. He had three losses. Nine draws. That's incredible. Some of those draws were were very debatable. And widely regarded still today as one of the best middleweights, if not one of the greatest pound-for-pound fighters of all time. So this is where his life took a turn. He was always known as a real violent sort of guy outside of the ring as well. So had he retired from boxing at this stage? When's this? When When life life takes... No, during his career, he was a really good-looking guy, like like movie star looks. Yeah. And he's always had a violent life, even outside of the ring during his career, then post-career. He was always um, charged with assault on paparazzi, who always followed him, and also his female partners. Oh, right. Yeah, so he's, he's, a, bit of a, he's a bit of a dog. Um, but he became an actor in Argent, Argentina when he, without success. And, but he was always dating models and, and actresses. Like I right. said, he had these movie star looks. 
1979, he met this uh, Uruguayan model called Alicia Munez. And he had an on and off relationship with her. And they eventually married. They had a son together. But his violent behavior continued. And in 1988, while they were vacationing in a, in a country, after a heated argument, he assaulted her, he strangled her, and then threw off a second floor balcony, killing her. This is not a great story. No, but this is sports crime. This is sports outlaws. So You could have given us a warning. So in 1989, like in 1989 he was found guilty of homicide and received an 11-year prison sentence. Is that all? 11 years. Yeah. But he was so popular no. that during the murder conviction, he used to get weekend leave no. to go and see his family. So After he was convicted or during the court? No, after he was convicted. He got weekend leave. So while he had weekend leave and he was no. going to visit his family and children, no, returning to jail on that weekend, he was died instantly in a car crash. He died? Yeah. So getting driven back to prison after weekend release. That's karma. Yeah, absolutely. But when it comes, when you're just purely on as a boxing purist, one of the greatest fighters you, you would ever see. Not a good legacy. But a horrible legacy. A terrible person outside of the ring. How old was he when he died, Sats, do you know? Well, he was born in 1940-something he was. and um, I can't remember how. What about, what about this, actually? When he was, he was, he's had his first amateur fight. So he was 17, 1959. So it was 1940, what's that, 1942. Right. Yeah. So no, is that, that it? No, that can't be. 19, that. Seventeen years of age. In 1959, he had his first amateur fight. When he was 17. When he was right. 17. Okay, yeah. gotcha. Three years later, he turned professional. He had 87 amateur fights in three years. No. So that was a. F- now they used to have a lot of tournaments where you'd fight three and four fights over a weekend, but if you average that out, he was fighting every 12 days. Jeez. <laughs> As a 17, 18, 19. No wonder he had some issues later on. Yeah. Eh? So there you go. That's our second edition of Sports Outlaws. Yes, with Carlos Monzon. Is that yep. right? Carlos Monzon. Monzon. Yep. Uh, look forward to next week. So have you worked out next week's yet? I have. Okay. Yep. What field of sport? At this stage, at this stage, it's NFL. Ah, oh, yeah, OJ. Yeah, gotcha. No, it's not. No, it's not OJ. Hernandez. No, maybe not. It is. Sorry, I've just ruined it. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry about that. <laughs> Uh, better go to a break. This is Sports Day. Simon Orchard from Greyhounds New South Wales joins us next. He's got some tips for Richmond tonight. The all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Love having this bloke on the show. He comes on every Wednesday night, normally with some tips. We'll get to that uh, real soon. Simon Orchard from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. The dogs.com.au, home of Greyhound Racing. Imagine what you could be buying instead. Mate, how are we going after the million-dollar chase? Are we, are we still coming down from that massive high? <laughs> yeah, we are. To be honest, we office has been pretty slow, <laughs> boys, for the last couple of weeks. It's such a big build-up, right? Six or so weeks of just back-to-back-to-back-to-back yeah. to back to back racing, culminating in that massive night. I think even the trainers are just trying to work their way back into uh, 
into a, a bit of a rhythm, fellas. And, you know, we've got our country cups coming up in the next couple of weeks. So we start at Goulburn this Friday, but then, of course, we head towards Maitland. We've got a revamp calendar this year, which sees Maitland holding a, a future Stars Maiden and a Maitland Cup later in the year. Uh, we've got our Christmas races, obviously, which are always a good time. And Wagga have got the uh, the Bidji Cup, which has been renamed in the last couple of years, obviously, after the Murrumbidgee River. So we've got plenty happening, but it's all in the country, boys, and that's where people are going to have to travel if they want to win the big races in the next couple of months. A little bit like the with the horses and the spring carnival being um, so, you know, the biggest part of the calendar, Simo. What what is the what's the seasons look like when it comes to the greyhounds? Yeah, well, the million dollar chase uh, carnival, without a doubt, is our biggest here in New South Wales, and we sort of take it a little bit in turns. The thoroughbreds, although they've been a little bit better lately, they tend to cut at each other from time to time, and the programming in the last couple of years, right, has seen some big races go head to head. We sort of have our carnival uh, and then it rolls into a, the Melbourne or Victorian scene. They have some big races at the end of the year. Queensland obviously have it through the winter when it's nice and warm and uh, God knows what WA and, and South Australia are up to, but they have their carnivals as well. But yeah, for us boys, Million Dollar Chase is the big one, obviously through the start of spring. And then we head into uh, our next feature race, our next Group 1 races, sorry, not until January next year, the Paws of Thunder, the, der- the Derby and the Futurity for the Young Dogs. So... Um, a couple of months off, but now you start seeing some of the likely types emerging for those races, getting ready for uh, that tilt at big prize money in January. Rightio, here we go. Have you got the... Have we got any music? Actually, I'm a little bit disappointed. We've got no music for Fat Pizza. Oh, okay. yeah, this is Fat Pizza. <laughs> Walking out to the gates. So Fat Pizza on the 14th of October got second. Fat Pizza on the 21st of October. It's last start. Simo, where'd it come? It's third, boys. Third. Going backwards again. <laughs> well, I'm telling you, it's over 4.40. Uh, it's over 4... I'm, I'm right. telling you, Nick Nicholas Kilner, it's 320. That's his distance. Can, can, we find, <laughs> can we find seven lousy dogs? Even if we put in, I don't know, some poodles, whatever. A couple of Labradors. Come, just, for, just so Fat Pizza can get a bloody win. Mm. Come on, Nick. Uh, boys. I'll tell you what, though, third at Potts Park, as you mentioned, Sats, but apparently uh, Fat Pizza's got a bit of a following. It's arrived to a lot of fanfare on track, a lot of people <laughs> listening to the show now and following along with Fat Pizza. So disappointing third. And then I got a text from <laughs> Nick Kilner actually this morning, said that uh, to add insult to injury, Fat Pizza stepped in a patch of bindies on the way to the car and hurt its paw pad and is oh, now out for a couple of weeks. We shouldn't be laughing. So... Poor, poor fat pizza. I'll tell you what, though. Something else has emerged, and yep. it's, caught, it's caught the eye of our man, Nick Kilner. There's a Victorian dog vying for the title of uh, Longest Maiden. It's called Inter Mary. It's up to 73 starts without a win. And as I said, our man, Nick Kilner, has its eye on Inter Mary. So maybe, boys, a there, match race. That, there, ma- that might be what we need. There's some breeding right there. <laughs> no, but it, yeah, great breeding. A litter of losers. <laughs> yeah. So can I say, like... <laughs> Not only the Iron Maiden, yes. who which we we've been pitching for yes. the last six months. Yes, eight of the eight dogs in in Australia that yes. haven't won a race. It's got to be more than thirty mm. starts, no wins. And we've got a weed kill. We can't have any bindies. No bindies. <laughs> back from but the... I've got to say, we've got another promoter's dream right here. Yeah, it is. Into Mary up yeah. against Fat Pizza. Yeah, let's get on it. You know, people Fat at Pizza's into Mary. Let's get on to Labrokes. Yeah. Mm. Ladbrokes can run it. We can have Bloody Marys and uh, pizzas on oh, trackside. There you go, boom. The, uh, the, food and, the food and beverage. We just yeah. need a couple of uh, yeah. performers. 
Uh, and, we can come up with some good mu- musical acts. And we make the prize money for second and third larger than first place. <laughs> yeah. First place is the smallest yeah. amount. I, I, well, I hope Fat Pizza's uh, all right. It's probably had a, a pedicure to get all those bindies out yeah. and all that sort of stuff. Rightio, can you put us onto some winners tonight at Richmond? No losers. Yeah, we're going to try and get our money race five, number six, two mates. Now, for those out there who are, um, you know, just a $10 on the nose, I suggest if you're going to have a bet, maybe back the place for two mates because it's at a good price. There's a really short price favourite who will be hard to beat, but I think two mates can run pretty well at about even uh, money for the place. And then race seven, number seven, Bolt Wave was also at a decent price. That's seven, seven, Bolt Wave, five, six, two mates for the place. And if you're looking ahead, boys, Friday, Golden Cup and Golden Fireball. They were oh, 40 yes. grand and 25 grand, respectively. Uh, race six, number six, is the Fireball, Packham Silk. I reckon it, uh, I'm not going to say the M word, M-O-R-A-L, but it's as close to one as you'll ever see if it gets out of the boxes mm. like it has been recently. And then in a the cup, the big one, yep. race eight, number eight. So easy to remember, six, six, eight, eight at Goulburn, one hot bandit, Andy Lord trains his dog, superstar in the making. He's going to have a lot of room to move out wide, and he is like a horse, boys. He's that big and strong and fast. He's got an enormous stride, and I reckon he can win the cup and go on his way to becoming the next superstar of nice. New South Wales chasing. So there you go, a couple of winners right. over the next few days. Beautiful. Now, uh, we send our regards to Fat Pizza, Simon Orchard, thedogs.com.au, the home of everything greyhound racing in New South Wales. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au, mate. We'll catch you next week, eh? Everybody. We're back for World Gym Australia. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia, the all-electric Kia EV6 with up to 528 kilometres of range. This is Sports Day. The fly, you two. I love this We song. know, we know. Well, mate, when you bring out a song about insects, I'll play that as well, right? What insect would you like to... Sorry about ants. What about mozzies? There's a mozzie in my cozy. During summer, I go crazy with the fly spray. Crazy with flies. It's not very good for the environment. Uh, by the way, the Aussies have lost an early wicket. Mitch Marsh, terrible shots. That's Skied it, didn't he? Yeah. They won for 30. No Travis Head in the Aussie team. So maybe the hand didn't come up. To speeds, or maybe they're just saving him for that well, New as Zealand. As was saying earlier on, Andrew McDonald said we're going to keep it as is, and we'll have to make changes when we have to make changes. Yep. So one for we are one for thirty after five overs. Warner on fire, eighteen off nine. What'd you say? So he should be there. He's playing. He's facing plumbers. Well, he's facing a guy that's had taken annual leave to play in a World Cup. I thought you were bashing plumbers personally. Uh, Ryan Pappenhausen, breaking news, has responded to the recent claim, Sats, that he's been shopped to rival clubs by telling Fox, I know my value, and if my club doesn't see it, then that's on them. When I come back, I can prove them wrong. Hmm. So maybe there is something. Oh, there'd be definitely a conversation that's happened because that's what happens in rugby league. You can't keep anything down too long. Melbourne Storm, I've got to say, are one of the teams that are able, a little bit like the Roosters. They keep Panthers the same. They keep everything in the vault. For a fair while. It eventually gets out. But but the rumour on Monday night, which we covered off on, was that... A club pa- had contacted Melbourne and said, allegedly look at this? Parramatta, yeah. yeah. But now, listen to what Pappy's saying. Mm. If Melbourne don't know my value, perhaps, perhaps Melbourne 
have just that, that put feelers as well. He, he that actually doesn't mean dollar, dollar values also. It means the, the overall value to yes, the club. Yes, of course. Yeah. 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 Uh, he, d- he did go on to say, too, he understands that it's a business as well. So I hope he stays at the Storm. I really do. I he hope. Will. I, he, yeah, you reckon he will? Yeah. Hey, don't want to let a star like that go. We'll get to some texts in a moment and your last laugh. But Beaumont Tiles is giving away a trip for two to American Footy's biggest game with over $70,000. There's rumours going around now that Tay-Tay is going to be the halftime entertainment. And I'm telling you right now, she can't be. Why? Because she'd be on an Australian tour. Mm. She plays in Melbourne, her first gig, I think, on the 15th. Tell you what, she knows how to promote herself, Tay-Tay, because there's no movies being made at the moment and you can't... She's got a movie out at the moment. This is yeah, what they're all saying. That's what I'm about. saying. She knows how to, because, yeah, the, her mm. concert that a lot of people couldn't get to is now a movie and they're promoting it. So, yep. well just, done. Just shop in store at Beaumont's before November 12 and you're in with the chance T's and C's apply. Uh, Radio Satsi, some texts. Uh, Woogie, did you say the guy that won the Golden Eagle has two level-headed, of course, he's a Queensland, two heads with a banjo near Roma. Oh, Rooster I, Man. I, no, he, no, he, did he's not from say Bay, that at all. He lives in Bayview in... In the North North Shore. Uh, guys, this is John at Sylvania. I'll tip that Luol will not stay at Penrith for over 850 grand. He'll sign for a lower club for 1.5 million a year. Sats, would you be peed off if you're Luai and all of a sudden Penrith have found an extra 100 grand over two seasons? No. No? No, I wouldn't because okay. they would have communicated with him the whole way along. You wouldn't have questioned loyalty? No. Okay. No, they would have been communicating with him. All right. I mean, he's, he's highly respected. They wouldn't hold any secrets. A state sanger. Con- conversation also rissoles. The peas are in the rissoles, Jace, and an egg and bread crumbs, Scotty. Brizzy Fryan says around trying to hold your rissoles together. We're the big of, subjects. We're a lot of people hear about <laughs> falling out. Rooster Muzz says my rissoles never fallen apart. All right, rissole. I mean, after Rooster 19 Muzz. schooners. Um, yeah, the Australian state sanger consists of steak, onions, tomato, dead horse on fresh white bread and butter, and none of that other crap. No, no. No, Muzz, you're wrong. You've got no. to toast your bread. And you've got to have barbecue sauce, mate. Yeah, I, I'm big. Dead horse We don't, we don't no agree good. on much. But, but no dead horse. Yeah, exactly. Uh, if you're having a steak sandwich, you need to use scotch fillet. I agree with you. Toronto Rod, we're on the same wavelength. Mate, I don't I'm hurt as you. much as you blokes. Now, put a bum nut in your mints to stop your wrist soles falling apart. Now, a bum nut is obviously a, a, an egg. Uh, if you haven't got any bum nuts... Then grab your portion of mince, throw it down hard against the breadboard. It works. Trust me. That's to hold your rissoles together. Oh, yeah. I've had enough of this. On Sports Day, it's time for the last laugh with Scott Sattler. I can't believe I just wandered in. I, he's coming right in. He's going to do a set after me. The stage is yours, Sats. So I read the story today uh, in the paper, actually. It's about five ants. They're looking for a place to, to live. And so they got in contact on one of those boards, you know, on the shopping centres looking for tenants. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So the five ants contacted these other five people and there's five more ants. You just gave it away so before. So they move in and they're the tenants. tenants. Yeah, you gave it away before. There's actually a joke here from Bully. The global game coming up soon uh, on some SEN stations. Back for the year with Simon Hill and the and the team. And your, your Bogan boys are here as well with the driver's seat. I love it. They're Stevie J. And Maddie, they're here ready to talk about the Gold Coast 500, which is coming up this weekend. Even the 600. It's 500. 500. Yeah, see ya. Thanks, mate. Goodbye.